Welcome to the Dirt Bike Breeder Podcast. My name is Jeremy and this is Ivan Long. Now, another fellow that didn't get through the Don River Dash 2023, but had a great attempt, was looking really fast and smooth too. So it will be interesting to know if he goes to the Kalgoorlie Desert Race. I haven't seen his name pop up on the list yet, but hopefully that will be something soon. But for now, enjoy this chat with him. A good insight to the race as well from someone who didn't get to finish. We have more and we've got some other special guests this week. So it's going to be a packed week. So make sure you tune in. Check out our social medias, follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you go, because this week is going to be bumper to bumper. Uh, thanks for kind of sticking with us too. I do apologize for not bringing out more episodes, but enjoy this one. Enjoy Longy. Go follow him. Also, thank you so much to everyone who donated. Please keep following Tenders of Tory. There are things happening. Unfortunately, with work at this time of the year, I am flat chat, but I'll hopefully get away. I, uh, I need to get away. I need to do it. It's, uh, it's really starting to bug me, so... Go follow that. Uh, follow our supporters as well. B&B Off-Road, Whole Shot Graphics, On Point Motor and Suspension and Adventure On Store. And just keep getting after it. Cheers. All right. Back with Ivan Long. What's going on, man? Oh, you know, having live action days. And just, yeah, loving life and just enjoying it. Just, yeah, working and uh, keeping out of control. Out of, out of, um, <laughs> out of control. Really, so. No, you're keeping out, <laughs> out of control. control. That's uh, the that's longy way, mate. It's been a minute since we caught up with you. A lot's happened. We've had played some phone tag over the while. But, I mean, since we saw you at Fink, I mean, there's uh, a lot's been going on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's definitely been a lot going on. So we've sort of we've done a GNCC. We've um, we've also gone and um, we've done a, 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 well, sorry, a GNCC, which is a cross-country. Mm. And then we've actually managed to... Um, actually do another race um, which is the the don river dash so yeah which has been pretty cool and um yeah it's both both times that one was actually a borrowed bike and the other one was um just uh, an entertaining uh, race that uh, just put on a bit of a show mate look uh, for people who haven't seen the live stream or caught up you, you decided to race on a beta at uh the gnc siege which is a which is an interesting choice for you yeah so we sort of had an opportunity there to um to jump on a on a different branded bike, so um, we sort of did, and um, yeah, we just thought, you know what, let's give it a go and and see what actually sort of comes about it, and um, yeah, ended up being actually not a bad weekend. So we sort of just uh, you know, we we uh, just went there just thinking, you know what, we'll just we'll just do what the best we can and and see what actually happens out of it all, but um. Yeah, just a suspension set up and all that, just not actually riding one of those bikes before it sort of it was I think it was gonna happen anyway. I had a couple of crashes in just pre riding it the day before and then um, <laughs> I was like, you know what, we'll just we'll just run with the punches and um yeah, in the end I, I, I pretty much just ended up on my head like ten plus times, so I literally stopped counting it ten times, so got a bad start and then um yeah, just try to make up a heap of ground, and um, yeah, just ended up on my head more times than I could count. So you probably just you know, so many times you just forgot how many times, mate. That's how many times you, hit. you probably was only like two oh. times you just knocked yourself out and kept resetting the old noggin, mate. Oh, mate, is it, the the worst ones were they had to get up from a pretty decent crash and to get up and then about four corners later you cartwheeled into another tree again. You're just like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> So it sort of blew my confidence a little bit there before I actually managed to do the Don River Dash on my own bike. So that was a that was a big step forward. No, look at the GNCCs. How did you actually find the race and the whole weekend before we get into Don River? How did you uh, how did you actually find the event? Yeah, awesome. So the actual 
um, event itself. So they, they had a lot of good media coverage there. They had a drone actually following us as well. The track mm. was actually quite wide. Um, so they actually ran a bulldozer through the whole track um, and been been local there. I pretty much grew up on all those sand tracks. So it was actually pretty cool to actually have that experience um, going into that event. So not that it really counted. <laughs> well, not really. It didn't really help. But, um, yeah, the, even uh, the actual atmosphere there as well, everyone actually hasn't done a cross country like that size or that scale for a long time. Um, seeing the quads as well, so watching the quad guys actually go out there and actually cut two, two, two and a half hours out there, that was that was actually probably the most entertaining we've seen. They they certainly <laughs> brought some brought some different uh, terrain to uh, like just the way everything is created on the track, the line selections. Yeah. The, um, yeah, that that just changed the track and it, it just put it through a whole nother curveball in it. So and it was not like we did, had some slow riders in there either. No, so it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a heavily stacked kind of race. Yeah, definitely. So there was a few US guys that come back from the US that are um, Aussies, and um, yeah, they're just giving it a, a fair go. And yeah, they were. We asked most of us Aussie guys didn't really have much for them. So I, I definitely would. Um, next year we'll definitely be back there with our own bike and um, with our own setup and. We'll, uh, we'll definitely try and give them a bit more of a run next year. So, no, um, they they are a different breed, though. You know that, especially having that exposure for the GNCCs in America, it really defines them as as riders. And, and Gus was just absolutely on fire for the weekend. Yeah, I mean Gus is like such a young guy that's actually been over in the US for a while, and um, he's got a few of his mates that actually he brought over as well. And the the like the talent that they've actually got doing that that many races. A year, it's um, it certainly shows. So especially when it comes to the intensity. I mean, the the first lap, Gus didn't get a, a great start, but he was pretty much out in front after that, and um, he just pretty much motored away. So it would be would be good to actually um, give him a bit more of a challenge next time he comes back. But um, yeah, just like crazy how good those guys actually are, and how tough the the tracks are over there, and how fast they actually have to go just to just to be competitive. No, absolutely. But I mean. That's that weekend. Awesome weekend. Let's talk about Don River, mate. Uh, you're lining up. How do you, like? How do you find that race itself? I mean, we we we've done Fink for so long. You've done, you know, enduro stuff. Uh, what did you think of of the Don River Dash? You know, it's actually talking to a lot of a lot of mates of mine like years before, and they're all all talking about this Don River, and um, it sounded like it's such a good uh, family atmosphere and bringing the the old school racing back as um, like even with the camping side of things that they camp out in the background of the, the showgrounds and um, everyone actually catches up for a drink or um, fixing bikes or just, you know, having a bit of a yarn for like over three days. So um, the actual atmosphere is actually quite awesome. And then the, the club actually put like a really tight schedule in place as well because they run the, the four wheels um, with the off-road, Australian off-road series with the, with the four wheels with the cars and that. Um it's awesome to actually like go to a race and you can actually watch the race. So, um, we like we I, I take my caravan with me, so I strap the bike on the front and all my parts and bits and pieces in the back, and um, yeah, we can we actually set the TV up and we can actually watch it on YouTube live. So we got a bit of an idea what's going on on the track, which is which is pretty awesome. And then um, we've got they've got a tight schedule to do as well, and they've got a very it's not all a monster, but um, people that actually seated. 
from last year's results managed to actually take off in the top 10. Um, but they actually were literally following the leader down the road. And there's like 250 riders, I think there was this year. Mm. Um, yeah, you follow each other down the road for, I don't know, maybe four or five Ks. And then once we hit the um, the transponder loom, she's um, she's all she's on for young and old. And um, yeah, there's just not too many races like that. You're actually racing the actual clock itself. Yeah. Especially day one, and then um, and then day two, you got to back it up as well. You get reseeded, um, but you're also actually racing the clock from um, from the previous day. So, uh, which is yeah, it's it's similar to think, but it's um, it's a lot better for the spectators and the family as well. Look, it is an amazing race, and I mean. That bottomless sand is something different as well. <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, it's a uh, it's very different from going from that GNCC to um, like the the real fine beach sand um, to and then through the like through the Mallee and all that through and yakka bushes and having plenty of whoops and all that to um, to having the four wheel guys actually racing through the the, the river and. And because the river flooded back in in February this year, she was all pretty much fresh. So you got fresh rocks and fresh stumps and logs and all sorts coming down through the through the river there. But um, yeah, you just and then, then like when you get halfway down, then you're down to the water table. So you got water sections coming up, and uh, it just sort of makes it, a, it so different. And and the like in some spots there, the tracks like nearly a hundred meters wide, and it. It just gives you so much more line options, and um, yeah, it gets rough, and you, you got to watch what you're actually hitting, and um, it, it just keep being mindful of, of where you are on the track. But um, oh man, it just yeah, it's so different to something like Fink and and Hatter. Like Hatter, you you're very one line through a lot of sections, and and Fink is like you got multiple lines, but you're only sort of playing with six meters wide there. Where this yeah. the Don River, you just got so much um, variety with the, the, the track and it just changes every lap and um, you just got so many options there and it, it definitely gets probably as rough, if not just as rough as Hatter. And, um, yeah, you, you certainly set, uh, test your fitness out. So, so that, does that kind of suit your 30 minutes style a lap, riding, so Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's like the desert style, like they're actually standing up and leaning off the back and flapping it off the back, and uh, what Toby says, flapping the mullet out the back of the helmet. There, we um, we yeah, we try to do as much as we can with the. I haven't probably got that much of the mullet, but <laughs> we try to be a little bit like Toby when he first rode there. Um, but yeah, it's very similar to actually like a lot like your Baruta desert races where you. Um, you're pretty much wide open nearly everywhere you go, like with a Husky 501, and it gets the KDM guys on 500s. They're, mm. We're literally wide open that whole lap. Like we're burning up to nearly nine liters of fuel a lap. That's so crazy. <laughs> you just don't get that anywhere no. else. I mean, but that was your downfall for 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 one of the days. Yeah, so I actually had a bit of a brain fart there when I actually. Um, I was actually chasing. It was actually turns out it was Callum Norton for two laps, and uh, I'd I'd make up a heap of ground and then I'd lose maybe a hundred meters and then I'd make up a heap of ground and then um, just as we come into fuel stop for the the second lap, um, as we come in, I I seen Norton on the back of his jersey. I'm like, no way! I thought he was gone. So, and then I seen um, uh, on the jersey, like just in front of him, I'm like, no way. We've we've been racing for like over an hour, and we're like within 
like only 15 seconds of each other from front to back. So um, with that, I, I went up and then Cal actually pulled in for fuel and I actually missed my stop. So I, um, I, t- I quickly jumped off and looked at the guys and I was like, and they, were, they were obviously calling me over for fuel. I was like, you know, I've suffered, I'll, I'll risk it and actually try and get the biscuit. And um, just then uh, Liam actually got he, – he took off. So um, I was like, nuts, stuff it. I'll, um, I'll get going and, uh, yeah, just take this risk. And I was like, you know what, in the back of my mind, once I got going, I was like, oh, boy, I'm going to run out of fuel. So I put a game plan in straight away. I was like, you know what, I'll race down the river and then on the way back I'll just um, cruise back. So, yeah, we pretty much got on the onto Liam's bum and, and passed him as soon as I could. And then um, I just dropped the hammer with some pace and managed to, by the time I did the turnaround right down the other end, I, I couldn't actually see him at all. And then um, I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll just have to cruise. And I was just watching my fuel. And then I uh, got within about, I don't know, probably about 5Ks from the finish. And Liam tried to put a pass on me. I was like, no, nah, I'll, I'll get on the gas. So I passed him back. And then, um, yeah, just down the straights, I was like, no, nah, I'll have to roll off. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. And then I... I had, to, like, I had to pull up literally before the bridge about probably less than 2Ks from the finish line and lean it over to get the rest of my feel out. <laughs> oh, mate, so close. So close, but so far. <laughs> oh, I mean, at least that makes it exciting for the race. Yeah, definitely. It was – I mean, that's what it, that's the whole idea of actually myself actually going out there. Like, there's nothing worse than actually having a leader, actually, all the top three guys actually running away with it and they're not battling and – it's, I was sort of pretty keen to actually try and you know well let's let's go there and see what we have we'll see what we've got and um, I was actually quite surprised that I was actually with with Liam and and Norton so they're meant to be the the next guys up there and um, to mix it up with those guys I, I was pretty stoked and I still had plenty in the fuel tank as well so um, yeah it it definitely um, definitely switched my mindset to all of a sudden actually going for a, a podium position to you know well let's just go all out and actually just try and get the win. So um, it'd been a while since I'd won a race. Uh, it was probably back in 2014, 2015 is <laughs> the wow. last time I won a race. So I'm pretty keen to actually break that break that um, that drought there. So, yeah, it was, um, we're out in front there for a little bit and got a bit of a taste of it. But um, obviously the Don River's got other plans. He wants me to come back and actually do it again. Well, look, that's it because day two didn't work out very well for you either, mate. Yeah, just unfortunate there. So it just um, we probably should have ran a, a moose instead. But um, uh, yeah, we take the punches. I mean, these these things happen mm. with um with racing. And yeah, we just uh, I just yeah, I ended up borrowing a, a sand tire. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm sure Paul was actually probably loving that. So <laughs> I borrowed his wheel. But um, yeah, just uh, just on the last lap, just on the way down and. Just uh, proper go, like really dipping into it and in the, the sand whoops and that pretty much six gear wide open. And um, as I was going through there, I just all, all of a sudden I felt it just go bang, and I'm like, no, surely that wasn't the it wasn't the back tire. And then all of a sudden I felt it squarely, and I'm like, no, <laughs> so no, close, so close again. <laughs> so I was like, oh well, you know what? It's I think I've shown a lot of a lot of the um, people in the industry that I'm. I'm fast enough. Um, I'm fit enough, and 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 yeah. It's even though my age is is getting up there, age is no sort of um, gap for me. I, I sort of I love working hard to actually try and get up there and 
it's um it's just a bit of a bummer that we we couldn't actually get on that top top step in a couple of the races this year but um yeah we, i learned a lot last year i've learned a lot again this year so um yeah we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what next year brings and um yeah just take it as it comes really no you're right i mean you know last year was it was cool to to see you get swing back off it and really kind of push especially at fink and then those those kind of that pre-running and that training really helped out because obviously it got you on the podium this year at Fink, which is something that obviously, as you said before, it's been a long time coming and, and to be able to up there, especially with the with the competition that you were riding with is, is something real cool for this year. It could have obviously maybe eventuated this year if you didn't have a couple of, of the, uh, uh, you know, bike issues at Don. So I guess from, from next year, really, you can just only build from that and then hopefully, hopefully get that top step. Yeah, definitely. Like, especially like going back to FDR this year. Um, I, I I had a pretty good lead up into it, so um, we, I was working quite closely with with TuneTech. Like, I'm very fussy when it comes to suspension. Um, so we we sort of make sure that we actually got most of our leads un, unturned with the the suspension and just making sure that it were actually comfortable. And and Jonesy was. He was working really hard there. We, I think, we revalved the shocks. I don't know, endless amount of times just to, to get it comfortable. With the forks were quite good, so the WP cone forks, we we worked really well with them. Um, I was actually quite surprised how well they actually work out there. And um, yeah, we managed to to keep keep getting faster and faster and faster. And um, I was like, you know, well, this this race here, we'll 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 see how we go. But um, if we're in a good position there, we'll. We'll just see what happens um, because we did like there was a lot of guys that are actually quite fast and and with Jacob Smith actually qualifying so far up the front and and Walshy there as well like he's got local knowledge there and and I think everybody knows that the first eighty k's he he drops a hammer and he knows exactly that he can he can break or make or his race in that in that first eighty k so um, obviously he's a, he's the the desert king again. Um, it, he's I give him big credit for there because it's it's that's a pretty pretty mean feat actually winning numerous numerous races there. Um, but to be in, in saying that, I think in the back of my mind, like because we because I travel so much for work and whatnot, I um I actually managed to catch a flu and it was like the man flu as well, so it actually sort of knocked me down for ten for at least two weeks so the the week leading into think i was i was not a hundred percent with my body as well so i was i was really struggling to breathe actually and um uh, yeah it was just just coughing wise was quite nasty and especially day two i thought i was actually gonna have to pull off the track i was coughing that much so um yeah so to, sort of gu- gasping for air there for a little bit and i was like you know what else what it is for um this year is is just you know it, it's just giving me another taste of a podium again to try and get me back here but um yeah it just it's it's not easy to get up there on, on the podium i mean we done i've probably done personally seven thousand k's on the track so um or six thousand k's on the track callum norton did about seven mm. and then you got walshy that's about um eight thousand so the the level of commitment is there is um it's just trying to keep the financial side of things and and keeping the family together i mean you can't do it forever especially with your your family right there and then like I've got a young little boy now and we're living over in Cairns like that's the best part of the Australia as well so we we just got to play our cards right we're sort of very lucky that we've actually got a caravan that we can actually float around in and take the family there but um 
yeah, we just uh, we just do the best we can with a with a little little team that we had. Um, we fit in Steely and, and Matty Applin in our corner and and Steve Jones there as well. So and then we have Finette doing our PR as well this year as well. So um, and then like with Bryce and a lot of the like the, obviously a little guy, but um, yeah, he's um, he certainly helps out a lot. So Bryce and Matt live together or well, live like, next door to each other and. Um, yeah, they they certainly bouncing ideas from left to right on what we can do better next year. So, um, but uh, yeah, we I may not be back there next year. So it's not a hundred percent confirmed. We just um, yeah, just just financially and just trying to get the time to actually do it. All. I'm working away and whatnot, and and now we've we've like I've got a home and all that, and a young family as well. I've got a lot more to think forward to and. It'd be different if we lived in Alice Springs, so we'd be able to go down the track every weekend. But um, we don't—we're not in that good spot. <laughs> no, and that—that that really does show for the locals, and it is such a such a mission for everyone to get there. And uh, and as I said, life just kind of gets into it. But does that mean there's no more racing for you this year as well? Yeah, so I, I have actually been thinking a lot more after Don River um, about doing the Kalgoorlie 500. But yeah, um, buddy, uh, come on. <laughs> come on come over to the dark side i've got i've got another 24 hours or 48 hours to think about it and um yeah we'll, we'll wait and see so i think um obr have actually got a bike that's free or available um, i just have to sort of figure out what we're going to do so in partner might have to go out to go for a week so i might have to be the the baby carer so <laughs> Mate, come on you chasing that podium you're you're almost there buddy get get it at kdr yeah, <laughs> you're not but you're not staring me up any more than what everybody else is. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, man, uh, it's been awesome to watch you this season. I uh, can't wait to see what you're going to pull out next year, and I uh, I look forward to seeing you at uh, Kalgoorlie, mate. Yeah, definitely. We'll um we'll give it a fair go, and um I'd, like I said, I'll go for 48 hours to actually to make a final decision whether I do or don't do it. So um I actually uh, even after Don River actually managed to 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 jump on the uh, the media side of things on the on the fence there, so actually went up on the on the stage here and had a talk to the guys, and um, we even had um, a good talk after the actual race as well. And it is actually something that um, we're actually all sort of thinking about. Is that is that we've got all these desert races there, but what is it that we could not um, been able to actually get a desert series? And um, uh, what I said to the the commentator guys is like, you know what, we've already got a desert series there, but it's whether or not the Australian off-road car side of things want to actually run with it, but because mm. they already do Fink alongside us bikes, they already do Don River with alongside the bikes. Why is there uh, is there any reason why we can't do uh, all these other races that those guys go to? They've already got the tracks there, they've already mm. got the facilities there. Um, a lot of people have to like accommodation and all that's actually going to be a big effect. But to be honest, it's actually a desert race. You go to Western Australia, you're taking your swag out for, for three days. So <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd be um, interesting to to see you know get more of these like a yeah big championship going in the in the desert scene because it's definitely something that could be that be something special. Well, it's, and and to actually take an advantage as well, like the, the Australian off road cars actually got their own media side of things. So. We could sort of piggyback or something off of the media side of there. We don't have to actually reinvent the wheel uh, like the GNCC. Like it would be awesome to have multiple rounds of GNCC, mm. um, but it's more comes down to a land availability. I mean, the car guys get 
what, 10 rounds a year or something like that with Australian off-roads. Why is, is there a reason why we can't actually join join with that group and um, keep the cost down of, of, you know what, these people are already there. Why can't we actually run bikes there at the same time and, and get very similar actually coverage and actually makes it, instead of actually only three three or four hours for coverage, it makes it six hours of coverage and you get a whole nother, um, like sponsors that you get to see two different industries. You get the bike industry as well as the car industry. So I'm certainly certainly um, asking a lot of other people out there um, about actually trying to, you know, well, let's jump on the wagon and, and let's try and make something happen there because I think I think a desert series is definitely something in Australia we need. Um, and an Australian off-road series is like that, like they actually awesome anyway. Like the cars are. The cars are next level. Like you're spending millions and millions of dollars in the pits there. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll, we'll definitely watch this corner, and um, I'm going to certainly try and push and try and find some a bit more information about it. See if we can uh, get something happening, mate. A mover and shaker in every way, Longy. A mover and shaker. <laughs> you know, we live in the tropical cans up here, so we've got to. Uh, you know, on the relaxing beaches with the cocktails and all that, we've just got to come up with some of these ideas. So yeah, it's, it's the mosquitoes um, and the dengue fever, mate. You're a little high. That's the problem. <laughs> That's right. we got to catch it. It's all about the mud crabs that we actually eat up here as well. So yeah, too yeah. much salt in our brains, I think. Yeah, well, probably not enough in your brain, mate. That's probably <laughs> that's what's going on. <laughs> anyway, Longy, man, thanks for your time, buddy. And, uh, yeah, look, excited to see what, what you've got planned in the future. Yeah, awesome, and um, yeah, thank you for the for the uh, the call up as well, and yeah, we'll definitely hopefully we'll have something a little bit more in the in the future. Beautiful.